What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Doing well, man. Glad to be back, everybody. It worked out for the best that, you know, episode didn't drop last week because now we're talking House of Dragon. We're into it. We got She-Hulk, which I didn't watch, but you'll tell us about it. Also, yep. we got some some documentary stuff to talk about. We can talk about Sandman because me and you, you watched the first episode. I watched the first two. We can talk about Reservation Dogs. A lot of stuff to discuss. Glad to be back, Bingers. Not any new movies uh, from for, uh, us to review. We'll do Day Shift next week. Neither of us got around the chance to watch in the Jamie Foxx movie. Apparently, it's not bad. Some good action is what I heard, but nonetheless, there's I a lot of stuff to watch right now. Yeah, a lot of good TV to watch. Get more, yeah, yeah. Not not too many movies out really. I mean, except like streamer movies. Or what we get like Lord of the Rings next week. I think. Really? Oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah I also watch. I also watched the Dragon Ball Super movie, which the review will be out oh, on Anime Talk. That looks really goofy. I'm going to tell you about it. Oh, I'll tell you about it now. It, it's yeah. fucking mid. Like, it is mid as fuck. It is. It's a wholesome movie, like, in terms of, like, the relationships between Gohan's daughter and Piccolo, who is, we all, the joke is that Piccolo is Gohan's real dad because he takes care of him. So Piccolo is I.E. Pan's grandfather. So we see their relationship. Some of the comedy moments are funny. Some of the moments between Piccolo and Gohan as like mentor, student, uh, father, son, that shit's good. But like, bro, besides that, like the movie's fucking trash. Like it makes no sense compared to the manga. Like you said, it's goofy shit that happens. Like they're fighting the enemy from when Go- Goku was in Dragon Ball, the original when he was a kid, the Red Ribbon Army. They make Goku and Vegeta stuck on a different planet and a box of ice cream is over Whis's wand so he can't get a call from Boma. So it's like goofy shit's going on the entire time and it's fucking mid. They did not need to release that. They should have gave us One Piece Red first. I, and One Piece Red now has to wait a month or two because they're trying to let this movie make as much money as it can, which pisses me off because One Piece Red actually fucking matters to the grand scheme of things. Whereas this movie was just a fucking cash grab. I, I said it before on Anime Talk. I said it on Manga Melee. I'll say it on this show. Dragon Ball Z needs to retire. There should not, they should yeah. not make any more. It should be over. They're not advancing the story. They're not giving character development. So if you're not doing those two things, it's literally a cash grab retelling the story over and over again. In the manga, guess who just came back? Frieza. Frieza's now the strongest person again. Guess what they have to do? Train to beat Frieza. How many fucking times do we have to see that? It is ridiculous, and they're tarnishing the legacy of what uh, Toriyama built. They need to retire it. I'm with that. So I've been saying that everywhere. It's time. Just end it. You need to know when it's time to end things. And that thing needs to end. Exactly. Like eventually in the animated comedy sense too, eventually the Simpsons and family are going to have to, it's going to have to end. Mm -hmm. And I saw American Dad was still putting on new seasons. I was like, man, this stuff is still going on. That American Dad needs to end. Like it's time. That's what I'm saying. Like this stuff has been going on for so long. Like, I haven't watched the Simpsons episode for <laughs> ten years. years. Like honestly, Rick and Morty will end before those shows end, and Rick and Morty That's will actually crazy. end. <laughs> it's crazy. Bob's we've, Burgers we've seen, might end before that show. Those shows end. I mean, we've seen JG Quintel put out bangers. Two shows that haven't lasted longer <laughs> than 
any of those shows. Which is crazy to me, which we'll get into with all the HBO Max stuff. Zaslov is becoming the most hated man number one to movie and TV fans. Well, I guess not movie fans because he's doing this for movie. Well, we'll get into it. I mean, he's he's taking it his own direction. Yeah. Whether or not that is great for the grand scheme of the streaming. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, but it's good for movie audiences. But like, you know, I think we're going to get some really good movies and maybe they are going to find a way to get the DC organized enough to To, be a power. I mean, you know, tell the... and you I'm going to explain all the of same that. kind of stories that are being told on the Marvel side, but with actual quality superheroes. We were Sorry. talking about it in the <clears throat> discord and I'm going to explain why I actually think Zaslov might be the best thing for DC. He might not be the best thing for animation and for people who, because it, it, like, yeah. it, it won't affect HBO. And honestly, it's not going to affect our originals. It's really only affecting animation. <laughs> yeah, it's really just like a war against animation and then like cutting out some big things that probably just weren't going to work. Exactly. Like, so, you know, yeah. We'll talk I'm, about I it, though. Was, I was honestly. Because yeah, we, we were shocked it. at the HBO trailer that we saw with shows yeah. coming back. That tells me that, okay, it's not the shows you're cutting. He's cutting animation. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's go into it because we, we can get more into this after we yeah, mess around sure. with a little Star Wars conversation. All right, so let's get started. So the one thing I wanted to mention on the Star Wars side of things, you know, first off, the big news, I guess, is that Bad Batch is pushed back, apparently. I oh, didn't make it on the... It was supposed to come out at the end of September, um, and now it's unknown. So, Interesting. I mean, I mean, they're obviously not going to pull it, or like anything bad is going to happen to it. Like if if they wanted to pull it and do a little bit more editing, then fine. I you know maybe they had to pull it because they are going to do something with Fennec in it, and like now maybe Book of Boba or Mando is going to like do something with Fennec that would contradict like stuff like that. Like if they're pulling it because like they have a reason to pull it, that's fine. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Well, it's going to come out. I would rather it come out around the same time visions comes out. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be in a couple of months. See, I, I, I need visions more than anything to come out with star Wars. Like I, I, oh, I slept on vision so hard at first rewatched it twice and then was like, oh man, this shit is amazing. So like, I hope we get to see the dude who's going around collecting red kyber crystals, the, the samurai shogun, and the fact that they're letting other cultures tell their animated versions. Yeah, like, that's going to be fucking interesting. Yeah, because I think what we stuck strictly to Japanese animators in the first one. Yeah. And now and now we're going to go to animators across the globe. There's really still going to be it's still going to be majority Japanese animators. But right. Point, but there's going to be, like be some Ireland, Korean, South Africa. Korea. I was gonna say, the, the African one is the one I'm interested in, like an African Star Wars story. That's going to be super interesting. The Irish one's going to be interesting. Like you said, the Korean. I think there's a France person as well, a French person, yeah, something like that. So, yeah. But like seeing African stories in Star Wars, that's something we've never seen that I think could be very, very interesting. Just how seeing the the samurai and the Japanese culture invest in, like in uh enveloped in Star Wars. I think seeing the African culture enveloped in Star Wars would be oh, very interesting. And when, you know, just talking about the African culture and stuff like that. The one trailer I didn't put on here that I actually did see 
and thought was pretty good was that um the woman queen king. oh african uh african queen with, or african king whatever with viola yeah. davis yeah i'm gonna go watch that that actually looks pretty good I saw that, that looks in dope. that's what the boyega is in that isn't he yeah he's the king he's like the yeah, the, the, the limp the limp dick king <laughs> and so you know he had some interviews around this week um he talked about how he has has garnered a close relationship with Daniel Kaluuya and Daniel Kaluuya has been giving him acting advice oh. on who to, who to work with in, in the business. And I think okay. he's really taken that to heart. He did in this interview say that he is not interested in ever doing Star Wars again. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to do a superhero movie either. I think he's done with so, that. Yeah, I, I think he's done now. with that. I think he's going to take that Daniel Kaluuya route. Of doing um doing prestige films. Look. That I'm not now, mad granted, at that. You know, Daniel Clue is in the MCU. And, 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 and that's what I was about to say. Point I, that think, out. I think Boyega would do a superhero. A, let me not say superhero. A, a, a character in. Yeah, a, a character superhero. in a superhero film or even a, just a blockbuster that's not Star Wars after he does his prestige stuff. Because right. I remember Kalua did uh, fucking Sicario, which we did not realize at the time. He did Get Out. He did. Uh, he did a bunch of indie stuff, and then he did the MCU, and then he went back to his indie bag. Well, not indie, but uh, prestige director shit. Yeah. So I feel like B- uh, Boyega is going to start to look to work with Villeneuve, Spike Lee, uh, Tarantino, those guys, like which he should. Yeah, or just really kind of prestige guys. Jordan, Poole. I mean, Jordan of... Peele. Yeah, he can look for filmmakers that he wants to work with, pretty much. Yep, and that that's awesome um, because Boyega's we've said this multiple times. Boyega should be in the Adam Driver, Robert Pattinson, Jonathan Majors, Kaluuya, uh, John, John David Washington, Timothy Chalamet conversation. Boyega should yeah, be in yeah, there right, right now. I guess he's in the Aaron Taylor Johnson second. But second. Yeah, I even think he's still higher than Aaron Taylor Johnson because Aaron Taylor Johnson just like misses out on some. And, and like he has been in some great stuff like Tenant, but he has not been the, the main guy. See, yeah. I, I'll say this. I feel like Boyega's in a tier under them in the sense of not enough work, but could be lead actor. Like like a tier of. Well, it sounds like Aaron Taylor Johnson. But see, I, you know how we say Aaron Taylor Johnson's with Lakeith Stanfield in the Gary Oldman character actor. Like, I don't see those dudes as ever being a lead again. Like, I really don't. Right. Like, I just feel like those dudes are going to be characters. Actors, whereas Boyega, I still feel Boyega has a shot to be a lead. Now, if right. he doesn't, if his if his next shot doesn't work, then he's one hundred percent in the Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Lakeith Stanfield category. But I think he has a shot at least at two more movies where they'll say, "Okay, Boyega, you're the lead. This is your movie. Let's see what you do." Yeah, because Detroit didn't work. On, was it Amazon? Or is, it's it's going to be Amazon or Apple? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the bank robber. Yeah, that yeah. his dog day afternoon. Doing a Pacino yeah. thing. That should be big for him. If that works, just gasoline on that Boyega fire. Um, and then on the flip, Oscar Isaac says that he is open to coming back to play to play Poe. <laughs> Oscar Isaac has to say that because he's Moon Knight. Like he can't just Star Wars, which is owned by Disney, when he wants his Marvel roles to keep coming. Like he does not I'm gonna keep it a bean. Oscar Isaac does not want to go back to Star Wars. Like, I don't think him, Daisy Ridley, or Boyega want to go back to Star Wars, but Oscar Isaac's more so than the other two has to because he works for Marvel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think Star Wars is gonna 
go bring after him back. <laughs> yeah. telling any of the stories with those characters during that time for period. a while. At this point, yeah, I mean, at this point, they're going to milk that time period between the sixth movie and the seventh movie. Yeah, and, and, and High Republic time. They're going to milk those two periods. Yeah. They're, so, yeah. like, yeah, they're not going back to that until like 20 years down the line when it's like, all right, are we going to continue the story forward? If not, we're going to stay 200, 300, 400 years in the past. Because when we talk about that tweet that you that you uh, wrote, House of Dragons is, is going to be a blueprint to stuff we're going to get in the future from now on. Yeah, talking about 172 years um, in the future. In we the can talk past. about that. We can talk about that in now. Oh, yeah, in the past. We can talk about that now. Shows that. No. Oh, you want to wait? We'll do that when we talk about House Dragon. Yeah, we'll uh, wait. We'll, I'll, I'll I have a list. Back to Star Wars in, in a different conversation. Though. Because that's, that's all I really have. That tells me, like, I'm ready for the Continental. We've talked about that for years, about that. That's one of them. So, but I have a list that shows that a prequel would work wonders for. All right. Well, um, I'm done with Star Wars there. We'll move on to the HBO stuff. So the main thing is that director Matt Reeves has set a multi-year first look film deal with Duh. Warner Brothers. <laughs> and reacts with Warner Brothers television. <laughs> He's the first person in the Zaslav era to, to sign get an exclusive deal with It Warner shows Brothers. you that Zaslav is committed to not only Matt Reeves, but Matt Reeves' DC stuff, but not just right. that, putting Matt Reeves' DC Except stuff the cartoon. in movies. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Like, everybody was like, oh, Zaslav is ruining live action. Zaslav is going to ruin DC. No, y'all need to fucking read what's going on. Zaslav has hired Alan Horn, the man who found Kevin Feige for Disney. He hired Alan Horn to find D- D- uh, DC a Kevin Feige. Alan Horn is looking right now. I guarantee you by the end of the year, we will know who DC's Kevin Feige is. And once we get that, Zaslav has said his mission is to get Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman, the, tri- the Trinity, on screen together to make the Justice League and then expand out. He said he's not a big comic fan. Did you say what, Batman? Uh, it's probably not going to be Matt Reeves' Batman, if I'm being honest. Like, I feel like Matt well, Reeves... Well, I would say it shouldn't be. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree. Wants to do that. Rob doesn't want to do that, and Matt doesn't want to do that. Matt and Rob want to tell their universe, just like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is getting his universe. They're going to be Elseworlds, which I think is perfect, perfectly fine. But Zaslav is committed to, before we do Batgirl, Supergirl, all that other stuff, because he wants to give them movies... He feels that Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman need to be established first, how Iron Man, Captain America, and Hulk were established first. And I look, I'm not mad at that. Right. I mean, what? I feel like you I feel like I, you could possibly throw Flash and Green Lantern in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then I'm I uh it's rumored right now. He didn't say this. Those are the three things that he came out publicly and said, but it's rumored that once those three are established, John Stewart, Green Lantern is next with a partner of an old man, Hal Jordan. And then towards the end of that movie, they want John to be the veteran and bring in a young rookie, Jessica Cruz. So he'll have a new partner going into the future, but John's going to be the main green lantern. And they're trying to decide right now, whether or not Wally West or Barry Allen flash, they should just do Wally West and get get away from 
Ezra Miller, but I feel for Gal well, I mean, Gadot. Not, not even Ezra, like but just also, that character, the TV show. Also, yeah. Grant. Yeah, yeah. I feel for Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa because they're probably not going to end up being Wonder Woman and Aquaman for the future films, unless they do and they just say, "Hey, fuck it, we're rebooting. Don't worry about those previous movies." But I don't think Zaslav is going to do that. I feel like they're going to yeah, get so- new everything. So. We'll see with DC. They got some time to to work that out. Don't know. I mean, I guess we're gonna get this Flash movie, which I I don't know if we are. There's three choices. Did you not see this? Well, I mean, he already made his apology, but that's why he did that. They still don't know if they're gonna do it. They just told him he has to either either make the apology or the other two are or honestly, I don't think the middle one would have happened. It would have just been they're canceling it. So he has three choices: apologize, take therapy and do very little press and the movies come out, apologize, take therapy, do no press, the movie comes out, or apologize, the movie gets canceled. But you can still work with Warner Brothers. So he had like, he had to apologize no matter what. Yeah. So we shall see. Um, and if they yeah, can it, I'm not mad at that. Like, if they put no. it out, they're putting it I out just for just money. Like, exactly. Like, I'm ready to get to the new era of whoever is in charge, how they do things. We're going to be talking I mean, casting take, again soon. I'm excited. Take like, that Aquaman movie with him. Yeah, we don't, we don't need that shit. Now, Shazam and Black Adam can stay because we never got to see Superman or Batman there. So that's why it works. Blue Beetle can stay because it's not connected to anything. Batgirl right. could not stay because they hamstringed her to that fucking Flash movie. Yeah. And that's why Blue Beetle is still going to come out. It worked. So. All right. But yeah. Um, But but in terms of HBO Max, the other side of it, dude's just canceling animation, man. Dude is just fucking canceling. I mean, I I was super surprised to see the Titans and Doom Patrol made a pack. (laughs) I thought they they were goners. Speaking of for the for the HBO trailer that came before uh, House of Dragons, they just showed Zaslav was like, oh, y'all think everything's canceled. We just got a list of shows that we thought were getting canceled for sure. Max Originals that are coming back. Titans, Doom Patrol, fucking uh, Hacks. All those those fucking Max Originals are coming back. The only well, one Max that was coming back regardless. But yeah. yeah. But the only one that that me and that even you questioned that I was like, nah, Michael Mann got too much pull. Tokyo Vice. We didn't think Tokyo yeah. Vice was coming back, and it's coming back. Rap shit, the Issa ratio coming back. Like, all of Minx. those minks. Perry Mason. I thought Perry Mason was fucking canceled. So, literally, all of the HBO Max shows are coming back, and they're still going to develop live-action HBO Max shows. It's right. animation that they're fucking selling elsewhere. They're going to create... Warner Brothers animation will still create stuff. It just won't be streamed anywhere. I feel like Zaslov is trying to make um, HBO Max more so the adult streamer with like right. reality TV stuff and then having HBO dark content. I really feel like they don't want funny enough to be a kid streamer. Which is crazy. Like, they which, cut Sesame part, Street the other of, day. <laughs> which was part of what made them the top streamer is that they, they everybody. were a streaming service. For everybody mm-hmm. like you know disney plus caters to the kids and it's very hard for the adults to like get on board with some of the content because like at the end of the day it's still a kid a kid's streaming show. yeah um, whereas this is going to be your kids better go in the room they can't watch none of this shit <laughs> which right. i'm not mad at i mean this is for us but like it's just so crazy 
because there's adult animated stuff that we were getting that now we're not. Like the fact is, yeah. you have to think about this. They don't even want to stream a Bruce Tim, Matt Reeves, JJ Abrams show. Like what? And you just signed Matt Reeves to a deal? That should show you it has nothing to do with Matt Reeves. It has everything to do with Zaslav fucking hating animation. <laughs> if this, if this, if there's not a bidding war for this, I, I don't understand. Oh, there's there's gonna be, want. bro, because they say because that show like, is great. <laughs> if you if you throw like, man, who could Netflix? Netflix be trying. Netflix has to like they did it for Sandman. They, like they gotta try. They got to like, I think Amazon should try. Apple should, Apple should 100% try. I don't think Apple wants to touch it. Apple's not about. You, you think they're not about the, you don't think they're, but see if I think they got it, it could, Except you know, that, yeah, give them, give them some, give them some, some viewing. It would give them something that's like, okay, Batman, the animated series. Like, I think that that supersedes franchise stuff. Cause that's like automatic. People are getting your streaming service. Right. So I'm guessing like the Batman and the Animated Series, the original is probably going to be off HBO Max too, huh? I, I assume I assume all that animated shit's going to be off. I assume it's just going to be live action Damn. stuff, which is crazy. Well, it's, like one, it's like one of those things where it's like, man, I wish they would bring back the DC Universe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be interesting who purchases this. If I'm Netflix, I'm getting all of Warner Brothers animated stuff. Yeah. They, they need it bad. They better hope Hulu doesn't get it because if Hulu gets it, it's over. It's over. Number one streaming service. Easy. And they already got Animaniacs. Yep, they do. They already have so it. Like, and that shows you they have a they have a connection. But Netflix has got Sandman, so they have a connection too. So it's gonna be up in the air. Yeah. Peacock should buy it. <laughs> hey, Peacock, Peacock made a move. We'll talk about it later. Oh, for real? Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm interested in that. But shout out Zaslov, man. He says, I'm doing things my way. I'm getting movies back. And I'm I'm tired of all this kid shit. <laughs> Zaslov is literally the Michael Jordan meme. Fuck them kids. Dude took Sesame Street off, bro. People were uh, upset on Twitter. Like, they were like, how could you take Sesame Street off of the streaming service? Think of the kids. Zaslov, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> all right. Uh, the Marvel thing I wanted to say is that I saw the details about Madam Web and it actually sounds pretty interesting. Oh, it's um, not just beautiful women because that was the yeah. meme. They were like, they were like, Madam yeah, Web, the what's, the, what's the story about? And then it was a picture of all the women that's in the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of the Coach Johnson movies, I did watch that Jane Austen persuasion thing that she did. It's maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. In <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. So wait, um, what's, but, what's Madam Web about? Well, Let's Madam see how Web, bad Sony's doing. Madam Web is gonna uh will have a superhero team protecting Mary Parker, who's gonna be played by Emma Roberts. Oh, Peter's mom. Um, yeah. A villain so will gonna be, be impact, trying to kill Mary past, so that huh? Peter isn't born. Ah, yes. okay. Yeah. And the plot of the first film, or the, I'm sorry, the plot of the film is similar to that of the first Terminator. Okay, so this squad of women spiders are protecting uh, and and that's from Peter your boy Parker's Daniel RPK. Nice. So I wonder if one of them is going to be Spider Gwen. Possibly. I, I assume that's Sydney Sweeney, because she's been working out doing gym stuff. Like you're wow. not doing you're not doing gymnastics unless you're doing flips. And I'm assuming oh. one of them one of them is going to be Spider Woman, Jessica, uh, whatever her name is, 
whoever the black haired, because uh, didn't they cast a black haired woman besides Dakota Johnson? I think so. Because Dakota Johnson is Madam Webb herself. She's going to be like the leader of it. But yeah, so I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that movie now. That sounds Pretty very, yeah. I'm in, 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 And if they tie it to where, because remember in Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, his parents were very important to that, to that world because they worked for the CIA or whatever. So if you mm-hmm. make it Andrew Garfield's mom that they're trying to protect, that makes it even cooler. Right, right. So we'll see. What All right, Madam Web. Trailer. That sounds more interesting than Craven the Hunter, which is crazy to say. That's, yeah, I agree. Like yeah. poor Aaron, poor ATJ. Right. We, we need to have. We need to have. We need to the same thing we did for Ryan Gosling. Yeah, ATJ, time to get you a new agent, my dog. It's time. We'll, we'll find out what you think about Ryan Gosling's next movie in a little while. Oh, um, the Squadron Supreme will be introduced in the second season of Loki with the reinterpretation ah. of a team similar to that of the boys. I saw they'll be evil and arrogant, and they end up working for slash with Kang as muscle in Kang Dynasty. That's fucking dope. Move. That like, bro, if they do the Squadron Supreme is like essentially the boys, aka Evil Justice League. Oh, we're going to have evil Batman as Nighthawk or Dayhawk, whatever his name is. Evil Superman as Hyperion. That's going to be big. But I'm going to be honest. Marvel, those other Marvel heroes better get strong because I don't see the team right now beating the squadron. They're not beating a Superman level person. I'm like, what are we talking about? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like, but, I mean we, we are going to get some announcements with D23. Like, you know, we're, yeah, we're going to have some, some more people. The muscle. Yeah, they need it bad. Because <laughs> right too. now, Kate Bishop, Sam Wilson, <laughs> Black yeah, Panther. Sam, like, Sam Wilson does not have super strength. But man, not beating super, Superman, bro. <laughs> and the Hulk as Professor Hulk. I, I trust She-Hulk right now more than him. And I don't even watch the She's show. She's stronger than him. See? She's she has better control um, as of the first episode. Like she has better control of everything. Um, she shouldn't like, be stronger like, than him, though, because in the comics, she wasn't. She should. She does have better control, though. And she's faster than him in the comics. That's true to form. Like she I would I don't know if she's like stronger than him. Like she can she can fight. With okay. him. Like, like there's not like the Hulk is not ginormously beating her gotcha and And, and that's okay yeah like Like as long as she's not okay yeah they're relative that that i'm fine and she's better at some things and And he's better than other things yeah probably better at like smashing things perfect then that's that's accurate cool well yeah i'll trust Um, she hulk right now more than bruce banner i'm in control of everything hulk they need og hulk to beat hyperion the man who just went rage um so that wraps up with marvel the with the trailers real quick before we talk about the ones that we both watched i'll talk about uh lou which is um journey Smollett and allison Janey, kind of like uh journey Smollett's kid gets kidnapped by some person that allison Janey's like hunting or something it's weird weird does it look good um it looks kind of good it's just actually like, it looks like it's got some action, yeah. Okay, is Allison Janney like Allison Janney like fighting people? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird. What? what that's kind of weird. Inter- it's kind of weird and interesting way. It's a Netflix movie, so it'll be out okay. by the end of September. Okay. <laughs> Lou. Um. Interesting. And also, on, also with Netflix, Tyler Perry's 
next movie called Jazz Man Blues. It's pretty much the Notebook. If it took place in the civil the rights era, period. <laughs> no, the same time period with a black wealthy family where she her parents don't want her to to date this poor uh, guy. one guy from the neighborhood who's poor and you know wants to do music and mm. tries to marry her off to a wealthy white family okay so it's not even like in our time it's like a made-up bridgerton type situation i suppose yeah because i mean like obviously at that time period like, you're not marrying off yeah like what yeah <laughs> so yeah. yeah okay so it's literally the notebook, but with black people, Bridges and stuff. Yeah, and like they, you know, they get split up. He writes her letters. Romeo and Juliet shit. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Tyler Perry don't have nothing else to do. I see it. Okay, do your thing. Um, Tyler Perry saw what uh what old girl was doing with Bridgerton. He was like, oh, y'all like that? Bet. I bet you for the next like six years we're gonna get Tyler Perry putting black people in all kind of different time periods. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Next is medieval. Oh, okay. Was it oh yeah, burn him to the knights. <laughs> yeah. That's um so funny. we'll talk about the two other things that came out of that HBO Max coming soon. We had uh the first teaser of Love and Death, the other the other Candy Montgomery show. This on one HBO looks good. Max. Uh, this one looks pretty good. You know? I feel bad for Jessica Biel because they. I mean, not... I thought the show was fine. Like, I mean, it's just what is good about Jessica Biel's show is that it came first. Yeah. So now at this point, like, I'm just gonna be like comparing. Like, did you tell a better story? But did, when I see like, Jesse Plemons, so much better. When I see Jesse Plemons and fucking Elizabeth Olsen doing it, it's like that vibe. It's just that th- seeing Jesse Plemons on screen always adds to it. Whereas I can't tell you who was with Jessica Biel, but Jessica Biel. It was a um, Schreiber, Paul. Oh, Pablo. oh, porn stash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I like Jesse Plemons in the role better because Pablo was just a little bit too good looking for mm-hmm. that character. Yeah, they yesified him. Yeah. So. Um. So uh, yeah, that's Love and Death. It was just a little short one, but we got a little bit long longer look of last of us and look good it's gonna be a a big time show yeah i'm excited for um for uh pedro pascal because that's huge for him not only does he have the mandalorian but he has this and this you get to see his face like this is gonna be big for him and it's big for that little girl from uh game of thrones yeah i mean it's gonna be big for everyone involved i mean it's gonna be the biggest Mm -hmm. show yeah this is hbo's next thing this is them saying okay we saw what The Walking Dead did, but we're going to do that times 20. Yeah, and like, luckily they they can pull a lot from what they did with Station Eleven, too. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. Station Eleven had sequences of, like, a guy and a young girl trying to survive apocalypse. But in that case, it's, a, you know, pandemic sickness. This is, of course, zombies. So vastly different, but they've done something similar. Yep. So and, the, and it's been very successful. So I can I can imagine that, you know, those producers are talking to each other, being like, okay, this is what worked for us. And we got this. And like Last yeah. of Us has a built-in fan base. Like this is gonna be big for HBO. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll talk about let's talk about the Hulu show reboot. Looks crazy. We'll the next movie. 
Yeah, it looks really good. We got Keegan Michael Key, Rachel Bloom, uh, what's the uh, Johnny Knoxville. My bad, little technical difficulties was about to just pee everywhere on myself. Had to go real quick. All right, Shuby, now tell us about Reboot. Looks good. Looks real good. Yeah. Which- Re- Reboot's got a great cast. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, Rachel Bloom, Callum Worthy, Johnny Knoxville, Judy mm-hmm. Greer. The premise is incredible to me. Yeah, like they're rebooting a classic, basically sitcom. like a full house. Yeah, into almost. Fuller House. Yeah, pretty much into Fuller House. Um, Hulu's kind of playing meta here yeah. with like like it's themselves creating this, and they're reboot. making fun of it, uh, making fun of reboot it, reuse it, retool it, redo it. And I think that's awesome because a lot of people are doing that. And the fact that Hulu's like we're making fun of ourselves, even though we're not the primary streaming service that does that and we have animaniacs that made fun of that i feel like this this has potential to be like office level good right i mean it's gonna be a, i think it's gonna be a pretty big sick sitcom i don't know how they even want to comedy style mockumentary shit yeah but i think they you know they got a good idea there and i'm the trailer just made me super excited to watch it so i think you know maybe hulu will have some a show that could get discussed Look, in the uh, Emmy play. Hulu's trying to be with HBO Max. Well, even though it's so not have plummeting. Some in the Emmy play. Let me correct myself. But. Yeah. With HBO Max, you know, transitioning to being more of adult streamer, Hulu has a chance to become the number one streamer. So they're, right. they're shooting their shot. And they got literally the bear right now is up for best show of the year. Like, right. <laughs> Yeah, they got a lot of good stuff out of uh, Dope Sick and Dropout, too. Under the Banner of Heaven, like, they've Under had the a big year. But that's still, you know, Hulu original. Hulu. So, um, that's all the trailers? The last, no, we got the greatest beer run ever. Oh, yeah, wow. Apple, Apple's Apple. coming for it, too. Apple said, we're look, we won the Oscars last year. We're coming back with another good movie with Zac Efron. This looks great. Yeah, finally, Zac Efron's doing a movie that looks good. Yeah, bro. Like, I understand he was good as a, as a, what the fuck is that dude's name? That the the serial killer for Netflix. Oh, Wendy. but that but that movie could have been better. Like, it. Yeah. it I, I felt like Netflix dropped the ball, and like it, that wasn't Zac Efron's fault. So now Zac Efron's finally getting back into movies and doing something serious, which could you know, yeah, get, get him back in talks to doing other things, like being a hit actor again. If you haven't seen the trailer, pretty much the premise of it is based off a true story of this um, guy in this New York. random guy, like, this Bostonian. Who was, with a, who was with some other Bostonians that was like, wouldn't it be great if we could give our boys over there in Vietnam a beer? And he's some like, beer. I'll do it. <laughs> and so he pretty much sneaks his way to Vietnam just and so just he could go giving to, beers camp to, camp to yeah. give beers to the soldiers, which is actually a really cool story. And um, he so, felt that he had to do it because, like, he his, he told his wife, like, I'm over here not doing anything. And he felt bad, which I feel like a lot of men during the time of Vietnam probably felt or anytime there was a draft. Like if people were drafted to go, I'm sure some men who were left here felt some type of way. Like, am I not man enough? The ego thing. And that seems like what was there in that in that right. scene. So, you know, some stuff is going to ensue when he gets to Vietnam, and I'm really yep. interested in seeing this movie. Russell Crowe's also in it. Yeah, good, another good cast with that movie. So right. I'm excited for that as well. Apple's coming um, for it. 
So moving into the stories now, here's your boy Ryan Gosling. Let's see how you feel about this casting. He's gonna he's in talks to join Margot Robbie for Warner Brothers' new Ocean's Eleven reboot. Ooh, I like that. Is I want him to be the villain. Let him be the villain in Margot Robbie's right. Ocean Eleven. That would be hard. Like I'm with it. I think maybe, that was a pretty. I think it's a pretty they, good one for him. I think this is like, you know, some sort of something that he can do. Uh, the perfect move after the gray man. Like, right. let's let's do some more action. Let's give it another shot. Yeah, the gray man might not have been the most successful thing, but I did well in it, and I like doing action movies. Let's do this. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, by the way, I loved working with Margot Robbie on Bur- Bur- uh, Barbie. Let's do Ocean's Eleven now. I think that's yeah. more so what it is. Like, him and Margot Robbie had, like, a great pairing, and he was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll work again with you. This was great. Yeah. Uh, in the article, they mentioned that. That, that was part of the decision. Yep, I could see it. So, good for him. I hope he's the villain, though. Yeah. So, Kathy Yan, who uh, directed Birds of Prey, she's going to executive produce and direct a live-action series called Paprika, based on... Yeah, for real? Yes. Yes, Yutaka, Tsui novel of the same name for Amazon Studios, Paprika. It's, it's a character an anime. sci-fi series and anime with a mind-bending narrative centered around a technology that allows us to invade people's dreams. Bro, this is straight up... Okay, wait, 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 wait. So there it's, is... It's what you think it is. We, no, 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 I know, but I'm telling you something that's crazy. People, there's been this part of the anime community uh, who said for years that Quentin... I mean, not Quentin Tarantino, that Christopher Nolan's a fraud. Because if you watch Paprika, it is Inception. Like, Schubert, there's a scene, oh, yeah? you know where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's running on the walls and, like, everything's falling? Paprika. When he's talking, when Leonardo DiCaprio's talking to Elliot Page and they fucking shatter reality. Paprika. Literally, Inception is a ripoff of Paprika. So it's going to be so interesting to see it now live action in America post-Inception. People are going to say it copied Inception, but no. Inception copied Paprika. That's pretty cool. Yeah, people are definitely going to say that. Oh, 100%. There, there are scenes, like, there's specific scenes that are beat for beat that Nolan copied from Paprika. You know, honestly, bringing that up is going to help Paprika, though. I mean, that's yeah. going to drive the eyes to him, and people are going to be like, no, 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 no. Here's he the copied, stand. yeah, he copied them, like, 100%. Like, there's another anime that he copied as well. Like, I don't think Nolan's, like, a ripoff because he's made multiple movies besides those of the ones of anime where he got inspired. I think the other one of where you see aspects of per- Perfect Blue, I think that was inspiration in him paying homage. This one, this one's a ripoff. And it's, I felt like he watched Paprika and was like, oh, I'm going to make the American version. Because there's yeah. no way you see that in literally the only difference is with Paprika, they're not robbing a bank. They're not going inside of people's minds to rob a bank. I feel like that was his twist on it. Right. It's so, that's crazy. I did not know. See, but it's interesting. Do I think want Kathy Ann to do that? I don't know. I don't know if she's a, after watching Birds of Prey. I don't know if she's a good enough director. I would have probably wanted Deborah Chow instead. Sorry. That's fair. You know, I think this is a good opportunity for her to do something that can be more of a direct adaptation. I don't know what, like, the direction, as we have discussed with DC, you know, what was the direction of the Birds of Prey movie anyway? Yeah. What was the direction? 
you know, the only thing about it that was good about that movie was Harley Quinn. Yeah. Oh, you know who would have been better doing this? Bong Joon-ho. Ah! Yeah. His paprika would have been cash, bro. Oh, my gosh. Hit Chloe Zhao. Like, she would have been good at this, even though no now, Madland. Like, oh, now, man. You know, Kathy Ann is just official of a, being an executive producer and direct. Okay. And direct. That but she might she not be the showrunner. So, yeah, she might not be the showrunner. So, yeah, it doesn't necessarily say that she's the showrunner. Okay. I don't know if we, that's been announced or if that's going to be announced or if she is indeed the showrunner. But, like, that doesn't mean that Bong Joon-ho can't direct an episode. Have an episode, yeah, for sure. Man, I, mean, I, I don't would... know what his deal is. Is he, is he with Amazon? No, What's he's an, other stuff coming he's out? an HBO guy. Yeah, so he can't do anything with it. Yeah, maybe Ang Lee. stuck with Star Wars. Ang Lee would be great. Yeah. Because Ang so, I mean, Lee does stuff at with... At this point, uh, it's just like, you know, the, some of those names would be good, but I mean, like, they don't have the contract with Amazon and the other yeah. studios aren't trying to do this project. True. No, that's a good point. I didn't even realize that. Like, yeah, Bong Joon-ho is exclusively to Amazon, just like Deborah Chow with Disney. Yeah, yeah, so so I guess Kathy Ann was and and Warner Brothers didn't sign Kathy Ann post Birds of Prey. They were like, oh, no, thank you. So I mean, I think yeah, you know, Amazon's gonna do it the best way True. that they can. And I feel like this will be a shot for Kathy Ann to redeem herself because Paprika, right. she, if she gets it right, this could be spectacular. Like to the point where people are gonna be like, damn, no, like this is better than no be, To be honest, she had some really interesting filming Moments. sequences. Yeah, of and, Birds of Prey. The action was good. Like, I'll give her that. You know, if we're thinking about talking about Paprika, and you're saying that it's similar to the Inception and some of the ways that they might want to shoot things. I mean, Birds of Prey did a lot of like stop, yeah, like weird things, doing the uh, doing the uh, bacon and cheese, her eating it outside, yeah. going into the thing. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, there are sequences when Harley goes crazy and like starts yeah, fighting. Right. Yeah, like uh, snorting the coke inside. The okay. I'm not worried about the action set pieces anymore. To your point, now that she has direction, she knows how to shoot things cool. She'll be on task. Whereas Birds of Prey was her just flying off the off the rails, not knowing where to land that ship at. Right. Okay. Right. You might have convinced me more with Kathy because she. You're right. She did have really good sequences in Birds of Prey, and if you can bring that to Paprika, that's what Paprika needs. Yeah. The only thing that hindered Birds of Prey was the script. True. 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 I'll give you that. Fair enough. Um, so Paramount Pictures is getting ready to revisit Ferris Bueller's Day Off, okay. a spinoff of the John Hughes beloved teen comedy is in the works <laughs> at the studio. Oh, yeah. So is it? No, oh, yeah, go ahead. The creators are Cobra Kai mm-hmm. producing. Um, it's it's an be interesting story. Sam and Victor's Day Off. Yep. Uh, the film is a side story that focuses on the titular characters of the same on the same day as Ferris, Cameron, and Sloan skip school in the 86 flick. In the original film, Sam and Victor were ballets who took <laughs> it's the ballets who take the car. Yeah. on a joyride. The characters went unnamed in the original film and were portrayed by Richard Edson and the late Larry Flash Jenkins. That's so awesome. I think this is a good reboot. Yeah, this is a cool way to reboot something. Right. Like, oh, man, this is awesome. I'm so interested in this because and you don't have to show Ferris and them their faces. You can show them from behind, throw in the key and then boom, you start. You never have to worry about Ferris and Sloan and Cameron. 
Yeah, I think this is a good call by them. I think. Um, and you can even have it to where Cameron's dad's in there. Like, is that my car? <laughs> he, I mean, he's the actor's dad, but yeah. But like someone who could portray, you know, you could, yeah. you could have the guy who played Cameron play Cameron's Cameron's dad. dad. True. Yep. One hundred percent. There's so many things you could do that would be interesting. Um, but but yeah, so that's good for Paramount. Um, it says Paramount Pictures, so it might be something that comes to theaters. Doubt it should be. Or or go Paramount Plus, Plus. yeah. Um, (laughs) so people are upset. (laughs) Wait, before you say this, people are like, Zaslav is greenlighting this, but cutting all the animation. (laughs) Well, this is an HBO. (laughs) No, no, this is a Warner Brothers thing. Where? It's it's the, the the next thing you're about to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, the only reason why this is happening is because uh, Nicholas Pelleggi's wife is best friends with Zaslov's wife. No one was greenlighting this. Pelleggi hasn't had a good movie since Goodfellas. So people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so Robert De Niro is going to be sharing a screen with Hollywood legend Robert De Niro. <laughs> In the upcoming gangster drama, Wise Guys. The movie is set at Warner Brothers and intended to play in theaters. In theaters. <laughs> by Barry Levinson. And it was written by Nicholas P- Pileggi, yeah. who uh, was the co-writer for Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas. <laughs> Wise Guys follows Italian-American crime bosses Vito uh, Gino- Genovese and Frank Costello, who ran their respective families during the 20th century. In 1957, uh, Gino Vesi tried and failed to assassinate Frank Costello, who ultimately injured and attempted to retire from the mafia. Who was ultimately injured and re- attempted to retire from the mafia. De Niro bro. is expected to re- portray both characters. Why so, is De Niro you know, playing like, himself, like bro? Like, <laughs> why is he playing the killer and the the fucking the mob boss and the fucking cop? Like, what is what is going on? And let me tell you, Barry Levinson. Like, the characters aren't even brothers. Exactly. The last movie that Barry Levinson made that was good, like, oh my gosh, I can't even. I can't even. I feel like Barry Levinson hasn't had a movie good since the 90s. Like in two, in the 2000s, he did What Just Happened with De Niro, Stinker, Man of the Year with Robin Williams, Stinker. He did direct two episodes of Dope Sick, which is good. But the Joe Paterno TV movie, trash. Like I'm trying to find like a good Barry Levinson movie. You, There's not one since Rain Man. <laughs> like, <whoa. laughs> Yeah, I never saw the the Harry Half movie, The Survivor of Ben Foster. But oh that yeah, might been, that might have been good. When it when it, when was that? That is that was twenty twenty one. Oh, that just came out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I haven't seen that the either. Boxing that, movie. That that might be good to your point, but besides that, dude hasn't had a movie out since Rain Man, <laughs> and we're trusting him, Nicholas Pileggi, who hasn't had a good gangster flick. Since Goodfellas, and I guarantee you, if it was good enough, Martin Scorsese would have made this. So the fact that Martin Scorsese didn't jump on Nicholas Pileggi and De Niro tells me this isn't going to be good. Yeah. Like, why isn't Scorsese directing this? Barry Levinson wanted it, man. Nah, he's bro. The, he's got the Warner Brothers deal. That's because that Scorsese does too. That shit is trash. <laughs> I'm telling you, it only got made because Zaslov 
is friends with Pelleggi's wife. And Pelleggi was like, bro, I need this in theaters. And he was like, I got you. That's the rumor. That's funny. <laughs> but um, that's, so that's all I got on that. <laughs> so, Sony, we were just praising you a little while ago for Madam. Oh, Man, about the shit on him. Bit. Uh, <laughs> Sony is reportedly tapping X-Men first class writer Sheldon Turner to adapt Days Gone into a film, which is another zombie video game. That uh, video? They're making... With uh, Outlander, Sam, Hugh Hand set to star as a lead. That video game should not be a fucking movie. That game was not good. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. Days Gone? That's the dude with the shotgun on the motorcycle? I'm pretty sure if you're looking up the game, like, that's what it is. I think. It's got good reviews. That game was trash. <laughs> yeah, that's the dude on the motorcycle with the fucking shotgun. Yeah, but yeah. Fuck, fuck this movie. I mean, this game. <laughs> Sony, I'm yeah. not watching this shit. This is a fucking Last of Us ripoff without the little kid. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so a live action series about the origin of King Kong is going to be at Disney Plus. The series will have a serialized drama <laughs> that would explore Kong's origins as well as the mysteries Why? of his home Skull Island. <laughs> Um, that like we haven't seen it before. What the fuck the, was Skull Island in? <laughs> the series would be based on the original King Kong, written by Marion C. Cooper. So it's not it's not in the MonsterVerse. It's not in the Warner Brothers MonsterVerse. So this wait, is telling their own King Kong story. So this is them just redoing Peter Jackson's King Kong. Well, not Peter Jackson, but yeah. But yeah, the original. Yes. It, uh... Oh my gosh. And we have, and then Godzilla versus King Kong is doing another movie too. Yes, but that's, you know, not Disney. Yeah. Wow. Like, I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they like made this almost like, did, did you ever see Mighty Joe Young? I was just about to say, are you about to tell me that they're about to do Mighty Joe Young? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking it's going to be like a mixture of Mighty Joe Young and like King Kong. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So are they gonna have King Kong grab some white lady and climb to the top of New York? <laughs> I think that's how, I think that's the series finale. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Good for them. Um, so community director Dan Harmon uh I saw this was recently interviewed by Newsweek and he mentioned that there is an outline for the community movie. Do we um, need that? <laughs> well, that's just their promise that they made. Okay. Six I wonder seasons if, in a movie. That was, I wonder if that Donald Glover's going to come back. Show. Oh, yeah, you're right. I wonder if Donald Glover's going to come back for that. He's pretty big now. I mean, they're going to pay him. Yeah. You think he's the paid person paid the most in that? More than Joel McHale. Got to yeah. be, huh? Yeah, okay. Thoughts? So. Yeah. I, I, I think Alison Brie gets paid more than Joel McHale. Oh, yeah. Wait. I'm, I'm, that's why I, I knew there was another cast member. That's huge. <laughs> You're right. Allison Brie. And then Jillian Jacobs is pretty big, too. She and Joel get the same. All right. King John, King John getting more than uh, Joel. King, Ken, Ken John getting more than Allison Brie, probably. And John Oliver. Oh, yeah. John Oliver is definitely getting at the bag, too. Okay. Jeez. Like they're going to have to spend some money to get these people... Back to the show, yeah. Like I'm looking at this cast, like there's there's a lot of crazy people. Like obviously, Kamel Nanajani was like a side character, just like yeah. Vince Gilligan was a side character who made uh Breaking Bad. But like 
for the majority of the main people, John Oliver, Ken Jong, Allison Bree, and Donald Glover is about to cost some money. And like, do they bring Brie Larson back? Because if so, my God. No, no. no. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's something that's never gonna get made. Yeah, <laughs> that was the whole point of me saying that. <laughs> now, if uh, who's who's holding that right now? Is that I feel is like that just Peacock. Netflix that has it, or who who's who's got it? Peacock Community. I think this is an NBC show. Let's yeah, it see. is. Yeah, so I think it's on Peacock. Now, Peacock wanted to tell me that they wanted to do a movie. About community. Mm-hmm. Like oh no, it is on Netflix. You're right. It's on Netflix right now. But it's about yeah. to go back. It's about to go to Peacock. Netflix is just like how so they lost the it, others. They're about to lose that. Now, obviously, Peacock couldn't get Donald Glover. Nah, they can't. Exclusive to Disney with, with Amazon. Or Amazon. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. not Disney. Yeah. So but, well, actually, no, no, no. Wait, he's exclusive for TV for Amazon. That's why he can uh-huh. do the Disney movies. Gotcha. Like he's okay. exclusive to acting. I, actually, no, he's exclusive to creating movies and TV to Amazon, but he can act anywhere. So he can right. act in it. He just can't write it. Yeah. Which, I mean, he did write some of Community, though. <laughs> yeah. So we shall see. I mean, maybe he still does write it. Maybe. Maybe he'll take a pay cut. I don't know. Or maybe you think he just does it for... Oh, no, I don't think he can even do it for free because, like, he's... Like you said, he's exclusive to Amazon. It depends on, like, how much he wants to be in it. Like, obviously, his character needs to be in it. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think they could do a movie with if he is not in it the whole time. Him and Allison Brie have to be in it the whole time. Yeah. Like, they have to. They have like, to. You, can get, you can get away with John Oliver not being in it. For sure. And, and Ken Jong. You could maybe even get away with Ken Jong not being in it. But you got to so have you, those two and Joe McHale. Group. Yeah. Right. And, and Chevy Chase, too. Yeah. But so. he's getting too old to act as, as it is. So I'm um, in the sports documentary side of things. LeBron and D-Wade oh, I'm team, excited for teaming this. up mm-hmm. to executive produce the documentary The Redeem Team, which celebrates <laughs> the 2008 U.S. Olympic basketball team directed by the Last Dance director. LeBron said, um, if Mike and them get a Dream Team doc, then the Redeem Team gets a doc, baby. <laughs> uh, the documentary marks the first collaboration between the International Olympic Committee and Netflix. Ooh, okay. The project uses unprecedented Olympic footage. Oh, that is material to chronicle the US, Team USA's quest for. Olympic like I said, LeBron said, y'all thought that Dream Team doc was cool because you got some grainy footage from a cameraman. Nah, we giving y'all Olympic footage from the practices. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> uh, according to the documentary's log line, the Redeem team tells the story of the, the 08 squad journey as they followed yeah. previous team shocking performance four years earlier in Athens. And it's going to be sad because this bras, is a big Kobe thing. Um, the film is said to offer a fascinating portrait of team building as it features interviews from the athletes and coaches from Wade and James to Coach K. Uh, who reflect on how the Redeem team set a new standard for American yep. basketball. The Redeem team was fucking awesome, man. Jason Kidd, Kobe, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade. You got Olympic Mellow, fucking LeBron. Like, that team was incredible. I'm excited. Michael for Red. Time. Michael Red, yeah. Michael Red was in it. Like, what a great team. This is going to be incredible. Doc. Right, right now, sports documentaries are at its high point right now. 
so that's going to be a really good one. We can't wait to see that when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, the Jeter doc just ended. Was it good? Was really I need well to finish that. Too. I was yeah. waiting for it to uh, end to finish it. Yeah, was it better than the last insane. dance? Like, no. Okay. I mean, it's just different. It's baseball, you know. It's just is it is it is it better than Jeter's most of the thirty for thirties? Jordan, because he doesn't like do have scandals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I was about to say though, LeBron James is showing that out of all former athletes, he makes the best content right now. Like we're gonna see when Tom Brady does his doc, but like LeBron has shown that in terms of documentaries, movies, he makes better shit than Jordan. I feel like, you know, for a lot of bit of Derek Jeter's doc, it was like Derek Jeter being like, hey, I just wanted y'all to know that I'm black. Okay. Like, well, yeah, because see, I feel people didn't know that. Just That's like when I tell people Jason Kidd's black, they're like, what? And I feel like Derek yeah. Jeter, being a baseball player, dealt with that way more. And I feel like... Well, it, the it thing was, was thing is that, him. you know, and there's people who say, like, really ignorant things yeah um, like baseball commentators who are interviewed for this documentary thinking that they're not saying anything bad and the jeter's like the fuck did they say yeah like jeter like, is very much so a proud black man at that like right. he's not one of those people who are like oh i'm passing he's like nah dude i'm black like what are y'all fucking talking yeah. about <laughs> and he and he was like yeah he talks about like how he, when he was in new york and he was young he was like yeah i was hanging out with diddy and yeah all these guys he, he's like, a black guy like People didn't expect, see, I'm going to watch the documentary for that because that is a great point because people were like, Derek Jeter has had sex with some of the most beautiful women in his, at all the parties because he's friends with Diddy and all of them because he's a brother. Like, he's hanging out with other brothers. Yeah. He was <laughs> Not like, saying white dudes can't hang out with them, but, like, it just like, makes yeah, sense. The same, someone who was in Diddy's crew, like, was his barber. Yeah. His kind of barber. I can yeah. believe it. Hell yeah, good for Jeter. I'm glad. Because, see, I feel like with Jordan, it was more so proving about his goatness. Whereas with right. Jeter, it's like he's not necessarily... He's pulling like, behind the curtain. It's like, yeah, it's showing about who really, he like, is. Yeah, because he was known as the captain. He was known as this Yankees figure that was perfect, this, that, and the third. It's like, let me show you who I really am. Right, yeah. You really got to kind of know him. Yep, and but he has very much the similar mindset as as Michael Jordan. Like See? It's, it's okay, terrible. and Jordan is in the documentary too. The way you need to watch the Manti Tail doc is how I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the Jeter doc for next next week. All right. Um. So the last bits we have here. Here's the thing for Peacock: John Wick prequel series, The Continental, moves from stars to Peacock. Oh no, no! God damn! I had more faith with stars just because it's paid. Peacock, don't prove me wrong, dear God. But did you like the resort? I did like the resort. You're right. So I'm I'm saying I'm thinking Peacock is like they're making their push. Like let let's push. So John Wick is exclusively on us now. That's big. That's big. We're gonna make this. Or tent pole. All right. Okay. All right. You're right. As long as they they take it serious, then that's big for Peacock because they need a tent pole franchise like that. I mean, they, it's already set up. You know, it's, well, yeah. It's not like they're gonna re, redo it from scratch. So. This makes them have like a long running show because they can do the Continental for forever. Right. So right. I'm interested. So in I, that. I think I think it's a good move for Peacock. That was a good grab. Now, will they get Keanu Reeves? I doubt it. Now. Maybe, but I doubt it. You don't need him though. 
because it's a young, young Winston. Neiman. Yeah, it's it is. It's I forgot it's Winston when he's twenty. So yeah, yeah, you wouldn't get him until the show's about to end. And at that point, Keanu Reeves is too old. Uh, the next story we have is two famous comedians get cast in two different streaming shows. Okay. Paul Rudd is cast in Only Murders in the Building season three. Gross. And uh, <laughs> Dan Levy is going to join Sex this. Education season four. Dan Dan Le- Levy fits Sex Education, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. That's big. I feel like that's yeah, going to be the last season one. of that show because like everybody's getting too too popping. Too old. Well, the fucking yeah, best friend is the, the doctor. Doctor Who. Yeah, and like, and you already know what's skin string bean boy is gonna start getting more roads again. Awesome Butterfield. Yeah, the Butterfield gets roads left and right. So, uh, and the girl who's in there is pop. Oh, um, the Maya Hawk ripoff. <laughs> yeah, she's she's yeah, going she's everywhere. To get some bigger roles too. Little Margot Robbie slap. It's literally Margot Robbie fused with uh Maya Hawk. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then the last bit of casting we have is Aubrey Plaza is going to be in Coppola's Megapolis. Nice. Good for Aubrey Plaza. Love, love She's been that. popping recently. Yep. Oh, you saw the rehearsal got <laughs> renewed. I see you at that at the bottom. Yeah. Another the rehearsal, thing that just so shows. The rehearsal gets renewed at HBO, which Duh. is literally the craziest, craziest <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever One seen One of the before. most expensive shows they make. If it was about yeah. money. Why are you bringing this back? No, Zaslov hates animation. We're going to keep saying that. <laughs> that show was so expensive. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's a wild show. Good for like, I was not though. surprised that they brought it back. That show's great. But, yeah, so. All right, well. Uh, that's, that's the movie on the rise. Yeah, let's get to movie on the rise, a segment of the show where we give you one or two or three uh, movies or TV shows that's coming out this week or that's been out for a little bit that we think you should check out. This segment's called Movie on the Rise. Uh, what you got, Shuby? Well, I have um, two things on Netflix. So I have have said before that I'm a big fan of the Great British, British Baking Show. Yeah, um, They have 15 episodes of the Junior British You watch Baking Junior show. Kids shows? Because I'll be watching them Junior Cooking shows. They be pissing me well, off. Well, I, wa- I wanted to watch it because, you know, anything that they do under the Great British Baking Show tent is done the same way as the main show. So this uh, is like, okay. I, I mean, I don't watch MasterChef Junior. Anyway. No, I was say, sure MasterChef Junior, the it's the exact same, but they're, not, they're nice. Like, that's why I don't watch Chop Junior or MasterChef Junior because we'll see, and, all the meanness is and, gone. See, like this isn't about being mean. It is about being nice. Like the, the whole the show is is about being nice. The funny thing about it, and the reason that I'm enjoying watching it, is that all the kids are bad. Oh, like, they suck. Like, like so, you know, I'll, I'll give them credit. About three of them, and like there's two heats pretty much. Like first f- four episodes is like one group, and then the next four episodes is another group. Okay, meet together in the finale. Um, and in the first group, I've, that's the only one I've seen so far. Only three of them were good. Four of them <laughs> make it to the finals. <laughs> <That's> like, <one. laughs> but I mean, like, you know, they, you got like, out of, the, out of the three that are good, you have like, one of them is 15. So uh, like, of course that he has some, like, some skills and like, yeah, being able to old. <laughs> but, but, but like, even, even his stuff is like subpar. <laughs> then you have like. Uh, this one girl who's 13 and I'm like again she's old enough to be able to, to, to do this to read yeah. a cookbook mm-hmm. and um, 
And then you got like this one dude who is the best, who's just really, really smart. He's like one of those kids that you know is going to be like, you know, getting a full ride to college and and shit. A doctor. Yeah, that type of shit. A doctor. Like, and so he knows how to read directions. (laughs) So pretty much. And then, like, and then my my favorite girl, her name is Fern, and she's 10. (laughs) And she, like, does well enough each time around and she's just a riot that's funny your ass yeah see i can't watch the because they're fucking bad and they can't be mean i'm like gordon ramsey curse this fucking kid out like he sucks right. <laughs> but uh, your other, other show is what i'm interested yeah. in the other thing i have i wanted to put it in as a trailer today so that we could talk about it but i was like hey you know it's coming out tomorrow well, i'm gonna watch this it. week yeah so let me just go ahead and talk about a movie on the rise, Mo, uh, which is good. about uh, I can't. I don't even say, think, I think I it's a, a Palestinian. I was about to say that. I was about to say. I think he's a, a Palestinian, Palestinian American person who is like in America. Yeah, a Palestinian um, American. Well, he's not an American though. Oh yeah, he's say here. He came from Palestine. And he has yeah. like no citizenship on either one because okay. Palestine is in a country. Yeah, he he's he doesn't he doesn't have his papers, so he's trying to make it in America. You're right, and hustling, it's like hustling hustling, the back yeah. from New York. Trump. And see, I thought this is interesting because it all it, it talks about how when you come to America, more so when you have kids, though. But this person came and was like this. But when you have kids and you're an immigrant, nine times out of ten, some well not nine times, but some kids continue the ways of like their traditions. But some kids turn out to be gangsters. And I was wondering, like, because Nigerian parents are so strict, when I hear that there's some Nigerian parents in New York who had kids who become gangsters, I'm like, but I thought y'all were really strict. It doesn't matter. It just shows how they were enveloped into this culture. That's why Mo's so interesting to me, because all of the Arabic uh, people around him are like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, this is just my way of living. I got to hustle. I got to get that bread. So hip-hop culture, it's showing how hip-hop culture touched the Arabic side of the world, essentially. Yeah. So I'm interested. So I think that's in gonna that. be a really cool. Show. It reminds me of Rami. Yeah, it does remind me of Rami. Yeah. So I'm into that. Uh, so what what do you got? Oh, okay. Yeah. My my movie on the rise. Both of them are sports docs. Uh, I have Untold and One, the true story of the and One mixtape series, which I do think this suffers because and One just had a thirty for thirty with uh ESPN. But I think this will be the darker side of the story. So I'm I'm very interested in that. And I have, which ESPN will never do because they have a, a partnership with the NBA and there's a business. But untold the Tim Donaghy story, the cheating ref, the ref who says he fixed games. Oh, you know, I'm watching that. He told fucking somebody the other day for in preparation for this, that he would call carries on AI purposely for two months because AI uh, threatened the ref, and he would tell people to bet on it. What? Throwing games? Oh, you know we gotta watch this, Doc. This is gonna bring so much into question about sports integrity. The NBA cannot be happy about this, but as a fan, I'm happy about it because I want to know. Yeah, I think these untolds have just been like beautiful money for Netflix. Like, they work, man, and it's because 30 for 30 is always gonna be this optimistic, like Yay, look at this person's career. It was great. Unless sometimes they have bad ones, but usually that's not. They haven't had one of those in a while. In a while. Yeah, they've been very cupcake, very cookie cutter. But Netflix has been telling 
the dark side of sports. Uh, my other one is a Tubi show, which is a Vice show originally, The Dark Side of the Ring, which tells the dark side of wrestling. And that's un- what Untold is doing with all these other sports. Yeah. So um, that's, that's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. We're definitely reviewing that. So, But that's pretty much all I got on Movie on the Rise. Real quick, let me tell you all about Manti Tail. Y'all got to watch the Manti Tail doc, and everybody who watches it needs to apologize to him. Schubert, the whole time I'm watching that, I'm thinking of us in the frat house, playing video games, laughing, making Manti Teo jokes. I just remember us the entire year, we're making Manti jokes. I remember someone came to Halloween as Manti Teo as dressed as him with no girl, and it was like, this is my girlfriend. Bro, that man got catfished. Bad. Bad. He needed me. I felt bad for him. He don't deserve none of these jokes. Like, that's fucked up what happened to Manti. And, like, people will be like, well, why didn't you FaceTime her? Bro, y'all are saying this now without understanding how the world was back then. And it's old people in the media saying that. Like, oh, yeah, I'd have FaceTimed her. Bro, y'all just learned how to fucking FaceTime. What are y'all talking about? Like, this was back yeah, before, before video chatting was a real thing. This is this is right before Catfish blew up. Right. It was right before me and all of them. Yeah. Blew like, up. like it was part movie, of the reason that. Exactly. Neve's yeah. movie, what happened to him was coming out like this right. was before Neve did the show helping other people. Yeah. I mean, I think that this story helped it. Yeah. Catfish probably wouldn't have blown up as much as it did. This was another one that helped blow up Dr. Phil. Because Dr. Phil yeah. wasn't that big until he was doing the interviews with the girl. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. She catfished the, the hell out of him. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah. I mean, at, at the time. Because she's a she now, but at the time, he was a he. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at the, I'm not really going to apologize for how I felt at the time. Because at the time, yeah. it was like. <laughs> it was hilarious. Old boy was like <laughs> saying all this stuff. But he didn't like, know, Schubert. That's the thing. Like. All, I know, the, but all I mean, the stuff like, he was saying, dude, like, but you got to realize he had to say that because his PR was like, bro, you really did get catfished. But he was he, he wanted to say there were multiple times where he wanted to come out and be like, yeah, she lied on me. But it's like, how do I look like he was like, y'all would think I'm crazy. And he's right. We would have thought he was crazy. Yes. We <laughs> thought he was crazy. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, if he wouldn't have been like acting the way that he was acting at that moment, like. <laughs> Dude, like <laughs> we would have like understood, but like it was bad, man. Was but wilding. it was a different time. And the crazy thing is, Manti Tail is one of the best college linebackers ever. And because of right. that, we we forget right. about that. And the crazy yeah. thing is, the reason why he, he was, was bad. And let me tell you, the reason why he was bad for San Diego was his anxiety had gotten to the point to where it was so bad that when he was on the field, he was shaking. He said he couldn't stop shaking every time on the field for three years because people kept saying catfish or people say where's your girlfriend like he he got scared to see people in public to where it transferred to the field and that's why when he went to the saints he said he finally felt whole again and that's why when he was with the saints he played well yeah he was, he was good for so time. he said that ruined his career like it was crazy that's why i feel bad for him he, he needed to be enola yeah, New Orleans saved his life. That was the best thing. Like, at the end of the documentary, it shows him in a Saints jersey running and they're doing all the happy music. I'm like, fuck yeah, the Saints saved your career. <laughs> yeah. 
But man, well, Cartel has he been off the Saints. I felt like he wasn't just on the team. Yeah, I feel like it just happened like in 2018, like he just left. Like yeah, or like pre-pandemic. Like I feel like yeah. he was like on that team that you know got host for yeah. the Rams. I agree. How was she Hulk? Let us know. It's pretty good. Daredevil in it. I mean, no, not the first episode. Not this first episode. I mean, okay. this first episode was really just like a flashback. To okay. It's, like it starts at a fixed point, and then it just flashes back to like how she got her powers. And how did she get her powers? Uh, Hulk pretty much bled on her. Oh, blood transfusion type thing. Yeah, I mean, like she and Mark Ruffalo got in an accident. And he had like some device that was supposed to like keep him from hulking and uh, being like just normal Bruce Banner. But he became and, and some of it like leaked the blood on like her her open and, cuts and went inside. Yeah. Ah, okay. Gotcha. And so like, and since they have like since they're cousins, it, and they it, it attached DNA, to the DNA. It, like, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Okay, that makes sense. Uh, uh, yeah. the, did you meet uh, Tatiana or whatever? Um, her that other girl is um the famous actress who's in, in it. Uh, Titania is the character's name. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, see. Are you talking about? I don't know. Jamil. Uh, what's that? Are you talking what? about like her assistant? I don't know. Hold on, I'm about to look. It th- up. There really isn't a lot of people in this first episode besides Mark. Oh Russell yeah, and... J- Jamila Jamil, the actress. I have, I have to look real quick. This this girl. Hang on, no, I'm not looking at it. Hang on. Oh. So Jamila Jim, Jamil. Yeah, Jamila Jamil. Was she in the first episode? No. Okay. Okay. Wait. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Might have been the. Like, I'm guessing she was the villain. At yeah. The very end of. She's of Titania. The she's the the but one like, villain. Yeah. You don't really get a good look. Like I. I wouldn't have known that, that was her until you just said it, and like For it real. says that she was in that episode. Okay. So. All right. Well, then I'm guessing there's gonna be more stuff. Coming and like so, it was at the very end of the episode. Like like I, like I said, it was pretty much all origin laying down the origin. Okay, but did and you like much just trying her She Hulk? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like the actress is doing well. Or yeah, whatever. that's it's what just I was like one of those things where Tatiana yeah, uh, Maslani. It's just its own thing, but then at the same time, it's like trying to establish its hold in in, in the MCU in the universe. And I'm just like, uh, I mean, like now I'm th- now I'm not even thinking more so about her as an attorney because it has stuff. nothing to do with it. Yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking like, oh well, she's obviously going to be and doing this, this, this. Um, so, but I mean, the thing about it is that it seems like the most adult show, show I've seen in a while. Just wow, like okay. Way, with the way that it talks, okay, like they're like, I mean, she's talking about like. Captain America's sex life. <laughs> yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Call him a virgin. And then, like, we've seen through the trailers that she's going to be, like, talking about sleeping with people. Yeah, okay. And, like, um, she was afraid of getting raped in the first episode. And okay, so they're going and, like, there. Kinda. As much as Disney could go there, yeah. There. Yeah, okay. Like, should, like, should, should I watch she's this? Like, yeah, Captain America, fuck, and then cuts out. Uh, Ah, uh, okay. So should I watch like when I asked you should I watch Miss Marvel, you were like, eh, should I watch this? Eh, again? <laughs> I mean, I think Miss Marvel's first episode is like up there with 
all the other ones is like great first episode because like WandaVision's first episode trash Super first trash. few episodes of WandaVision trash. Uh, and then Falcon Winter Soldier doesn't really get good till the second episode exactly Miss Marvel and Loki had like two best first episodes people argue with Moon Knight but I didn't like Moon Knight as much it wasn't just I, I, yeah, I like the Moon Knight first episode. But, so I mean, like, I'll give you the Moon Knight thing, but I'm just saying, like, Miss Marvel and Loki had like a really good first episode. This one was all right. All right, was it better than Falcon Winter uh, Soldier I'm, first episode? I don't know. I mean, it's just like yeah. one of these things where like this episode is a hard judge of the show because it's not it's set up. Yeah, that the show's about. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just you. don't know. I don't. I don't know what this whole attorney at law thing's gonna be. Yet. Okay, well I'll check. I'll check this out. I'm interested. Uh, I'll I'll start watching. But you know what I do like, which I need you to watch more. I'll obviously watch more Sandman. I thought ne- me and you you watched the first episode. I watched the first two. I thought Netflix got it, and this is how you adapt a comic if you're gonna adapt it beat for beat. Yes, there's some things that they did that are fresh, that are new, but for the most part. There's lines straight from the comics and there's panels straight from the comics. Neil Gaiman got to get his vision across and I'm proud of it. And I, and I think this is a good show for Netflix. I do. I think this is a win and I think Netflix, this will be a tentpole for them. Yeah, I mean, we'll just see how, how it develops. That's why I'm kind of waiting for it in that sense. I Did you see... like episode one? I liked episode one. It's just like I'm having difficulties engaging right now mm, okay. with everything going on. Um, because like, you know, maybe I didn't watch it as closely as I needed needed to. It's just I'm still in the process of understanding this world, which oh, is one of the get, things that you. It it is interesting because it it's told from multiple different time periods, so that is something right. that you have to pick up on. And the reason why I know, like I said, I know it's because I read the comic, but like that at, at the first when I first started reading it, that was something that took me a while because it shows like present day. But then when Dream gets captured with those people, it's in England in the past. And it's like, oh, but this is affecting all timelines because he's Dream and he's not in any of them because he's captured and stuck in this one. So it's like, oh, shit, this is important. Yeah. So you, yeah, you think- might need to rewatch the first episode. I mean, no, I don't think I need to rewatch the first episode. I just think that when, as it progresses, I'm going to understand more Dana and more about, got you. about what's going on. Like, I get the basic gist of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I'm just, basically, like, fully trying to comprehend, like, his realm. Well, yeah. And, like, See, and, like, and, like, what everything, how it all works. Yeah. Now that that will come with time, but for the most part, the story is dude got captured. They took away his items, which give him power, and now he has to recover said items. Right. So yeah, no, one hundred percent. But in terms of how his world works, like how Lucifer's tied into this, how Death's tied into this, Death is his sister. Like how all that works. That's something that you're gonna have to, as you watch, it'll be explained more. One thing about the first episode I'm excited for is little Johnny or whatever from the baby of the lady who escapes. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's about to be like <laughs> he's coming of, back. Yeah, he's he's gonna be a big deal. Also, I love Boyd Holbrook's character, my man, fucking uh, the Corinthian. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, you know, I'm a big Boyd guy. I have a lot of stock in Joel Kinnaman and Boyd. I feel like those two 
are people who uh, are taking each other's roles because they look so similar. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like I feel like Boyd Holbrook could have been fucking uh, uh, Rick Flag and fucking uh, Joel Kinnaman could have been my man Boyd Holbrook in Logan or in uh, Altered Carbon. Yeah. <laughs> like like 100 yeah, percent the exact same but i do like i do like his role in um in uh in the sandman i also love tom sturridge though i think tom sturridge's dream is what carries it and it kills it he reminds me so much of dream but what i'm interested in is seeing the constantine in this joanna constantine yeah so see there's just a lot of things I just have to get into it, but I, I, it's so fresh with me. Like I'm yeah. finished the first episode before we did this. So yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it more next week. Also just quick, just realize that there's another new episode of reservations dogs that I didn't watch. I only watched one. So we could talk about it next oh, week when so I'm you, fully caught up. Yeah. I just watched, the, I watched the one yeah, where you, he goes to work. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't watch when uh old girl gets back in the ramifications of that. But I did like right. how he blew up on her ass at the end because she deserved it. And it was like, my grandpa died. Like, yeah, I'm grandma. sad for you. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm sad for you that your grandma died. But you still fucked us. <laughs> like, don't get that twisted. I'm not over that. <laughs> um, Yeah, that was a, pretty much the next episode. I can't remember that guy's name. No, uh, no. What's uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, the main Bear. character, Bear, yeah. Uh, yeah, that whole third episode is pretty much about him and... Doing his job, yeah. Doing his job and... Figuring out how to be a man. Connect- yeah, figuring out how to be a man. What I love... That lenses of different people and... The fucking things. TikTok ocean spray, dude. Um, dun, 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 dun. With the skateboard, the, the, the viral guy, he's the bald dude in the show. Oh, I didn't know that. You never saw the TikTok dude with the cranberry or the Instagram video with the dude with the cranberry uh, ocean spray bottle and he's just skateboarding around? The old man? I don't think so. What? That was a moment in pandemic, pre or during the pandemic. Because he was like outside and people were like, oh, shit, he's skating. <laughs> all right, that dude went viral, but yeah, that's pretty much all about Bear's episode. But I did ask Curse. My, I was my like, favorite thing about his episode, or whatever. My favorite thing about the show is the the spirit guide. I was just about to ask you. So at 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 any point, should he be worried that he's hallucinating the spirit guide? <laughs> yeah, like at this point, I'm wondering, like, is he schizophrenic? Because like, that's I understand I how the old man season because the old man's high all the time mm-hmm. so is bear bipolar is he schizophrenic like what is it or but is it like, just his like you know but his then inner... like you know, at the end or whatever where they see like daniel's spirit like mm-hmm. i think it's just like part of the lore of the this. culture in the lore yeah, yeah 100 yeah they're just all gonna see spirits native american culture yeah for sure all right word well we'll talk about the next episode next week but i like the bear episode we didn't see my man uh or the my girl Skoden. <laughs> that's my favorite character the scolding yeah, she, she's in the the, the next episode? episode okay cool her in uh in fucking cheese yeah but <laughs> cheese don't do shit <laughs> no. 
Uh, what else did we have? Uh, are, you, think... are you watching what we do in the shadows? No, no, bro. You know, I'm, I'm only reservation dogs. I haven't watched it. I'm waiting for what we do in the shadows to finish so I can watch the new season. Or should I watch it now? Because I'm uh, caught I, up. I mean, you can watch it now. I mean, the seven episodes in. I just mentioned it because we were going to talk about that thing that I tweeted or whatever, the 172 oh, years yeah, yeah, yeah. in the past. Oh. And I did and I did mine with what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. That would be interesting. See, well, I mean, it, it it wouldn't really. It's kind of a cop out because it's just really easy. You could just get the same. They're alive, cast, yeah, and yeah, and they're alive and they look the same, mm-hmm. and they just be in a different time period. It, it would be you know early eighteen hundreds. I would love a predator movie that takes place in Japan. <laughs> like that's something I thought of. Um, another thing I thought of is uh doing. You know how they had the Minnie Saints in Newark. Instead of that do Tony Soprano leading up to him being the actual mob boss instead of following Dickie Molasanti actually follow Tony. Right. Like, I think that's a, 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 a version of that. But if you want to go a hundred years into a lore, let me think what could be a hundred years into something. Cause I'm, uh, I was, I was thinking yeah, of just the other one that I saw in that thread that I liked was the always sunny take it from current day Philadelphia to Ben Franklin's Philadelphia. Oh, and do that with the show they showed that, you know, yeah. the episode they showed where they're uh, back yeah. in revolutionary times. Yeah. That would be interesting. I would love a Seinfeld today. Like, <laughs> like Seinfeld dealing with only fans like George and Jerry. Uh, like, you, you, Jerry? Remember, you, remember, <laughs> you remember Louisa or I'm thinking of her actor's name. Uh, but Elaine's boyfriend Putty. Yeah, he's on, he was on The Bachelor this week. Putty was on The Bachelor. Yeah, he's like the uncle of one of the contestants. Oh my gosh! And he was he was trying to help out his his nephew. Yeah. <laughs> How's that been? Are is is my black guy with the dread still there for Gabby? No, he's gone because Gabby Nate? was like, I can't. She was like, I can't be a mom. Oh. And yeah. then, like, the thing about Nate right now is that he's out for, like, you know, a reasonable reason. Mm-hmm. But all this shit came out about him where, like... What do you do? Some girl went to Reality Steve and was like, yeah, I dated Nate for a year, and he never, and I found out about his kid from watching the show. So what do you want to tell you? Yeah, like... And so, That's like, my, like what? To, like, his, his boys on, on one of his podcasts came to his defense and were like, uh, obviously, he didn't see the relationship like you. Going, yeah, exactly. Like, what is Nate going to be the bachelor? Like that. that like that's like the, the conversation vibe. because, like this, this reality Steve scandal comes out as oh. he gets eliminated. See, I feel like they're trying to do that so he doesn't become the bachelor. I feel like well, that's yeah, like well, that's just like another conspiracy of reality Steve is that reality Steve always goes the hardest on the black contestants. Mm, yeah. And, and like, there's so many other things that other people have done that are worse. Than I was about to say, did. yeah, I'm glad his boys came up. Cause like, he just didn't want to tell you, bitch. Maybe he ain't like you like that <laughs> or trust you to see his daughter. So who's right. Ga- who's Gabby's front runner right now? Then Eric, the guy with the mullet. Oh, the white guy with the mullet, the only the white guy, yeah, his, the only confident met, white guy with Gabby. <laughs> in his in his hometown this week, we met him and his dying father. 
Oh, she going to choose him. <laughs> he pulled the sympathy card at the end. <laughs> oh um, and well, yeah, so. How's Rachel? The bitch I hate. <laughs> she um <laughs> broke up with a dude before meeting the family. Oh my gosh. And like and he dropped the L bomb on her and he and she was like she was like oh, he gave no. this face like no stop. <laughs> like I'm trying to break up with you right now. Like the- <laughs> so who's her who's her front runner? Um uh, Putty's nephew. Oh, uh, which one is that? Zach. Is that the one who kissed her on the stairs? No, that's Tina. Oh, Zach okay. went on a date with her, like the second episode where they went to a movie theater. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one who gave her the date that she actually needed when the F one car driver made her feel like a, right. uh, a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. The first real date in Paris, essentially. No, 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 no. no. Even before that. Okay, wait. I think I know. Was, in the movie, in the the uh, clear eye guy was on the date yeah okay yeah i guess real world guy no i know what i know what you're talking about okay cool 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 anything else i should know about the bachelorette that's been popping off that i missed Uh, next week's men's hell all next week's men's okay so i gotta catch up for men's hell all gotcha that's gonna be big um now joe jonas show kevin jonas show who who got out who who didn't get out okay it'd probably be better if I told you who's left. All right, who's left? Um, Lark is left. Pepper okay. is left. Okay. Uh, Louise is left. Logan is left. And LC. I, I knew the, the fucking guy was going to be left. So LC, oh, the black lady with the glasses? Yeah, uh, Kiki Palmer's. Oh, sister. so they don't know that she's her sister or they know and they just No, they it. don't. The the only one that they the only one out of everyone there that everyone is hundred percent confident about is Louise. Like the next next week is going to be really interesting because they who's got Louise? no one. They just took out which Simone one? Biles's so sister. they kept her this whole time. Wow. They kept her this, well, and, but she's also been winning challenges and getting immunity. Oh, so she's been so like, saving herself. Gotcha. Right. And so they just took out Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter. Oh, uh, so they figured it out. Okay, so who's Logan? Do we know anything about who Logan's person is? It's Jason Aldean. Oh, okay. No, no one said as much, but I'm pretty confident now. That's that what you think Jason it is. Aldean. Okay. And it's probably an uncle. Okay. Oh, yeah, because he did lie about yeah. it being his. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Lark. I still don't know about Lark. Who's Pepper? Who's Pepper? Pepper you know? is Dean Martin. Okay. That's okay. her grandfather, Dean Martin. Okay. Like, we got a clue for her this week, and it was like. Original Rat Pack member. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. And we don't know who Lark is. We're st- we still not we sure. We don't Kat- know who Lark is. They, they think that she's... No, they think it's Martha Stewart, but she's not Martha not Stewart. Martha Stewart? No way. It's not Catherine um, Zeta-Jones for real? Like, she looked like Catherine Zeta-Jones. It could be. Like, that's what she looked and like. We know it's a model. Catherine Zeta-Jones. And then she has, like, a famous modeling campaign where she wears... Well, why do they think it's why do they think it's Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart is not a model. model. Martha Stewart's a model. I thought she was like a cooking person. You you should look up more. You should look up Martha Stewart when she was a model. She's really Uh, hot. Oh, see, okay. (laughs) I don't know young Martha. I know old Martha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Um, And and who's the other people? Logan Pepper, uh, Lark, Elsie. Who's the other person you said? That's it. 
That's it. Yeah, uh, Lark is the only one I don't know. Pepper. There's no. There's no. Logan there's no other dudes. Then. Yeah, he gonna win. He gonna win. Logan. He's win. probably gonna win. It's either him or Lark because they don't know who Lark is. Yeah, she's she's a wild card. Real, right. Okay. Well, I'll catch up on all of that, and uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Now let's talk House Dragon. Oh yeah! Wow. Press pristine Damon automatic right now favorite character, and I think. It has to do with the fact that Matt could Smith... Be, could end up being Matt Smith's best role ever. I was about to say, and I think it has to do with Matt Smith being the biggest actor out of the bunch to where as the show continues, I'll connect more with other people. But Matt, but Damon's character stood out off rip. Is like, wow, he's killing it. Also, I like Horace Valerian in the back being sneaky where he, I think he knew Damon was listening. So he was like, I'm going to take up for Damon for where if he gets it, he rocks with me and my wife. Because you got to remember, in that room, Corliss is the richest one out of all of them. He has the most money because he controls the trades, the ships, and he has the biggest navy. Yeah. So, like, that shit's interesting to me. Like, what's going to happen with the Sneak Snake? Because he's getting his own show. Remember, the spinoff is going to be about a young Corliss in his adventures as the Sea Snake. becoming. Are they still doing that, that? Yeah, they are. That's one of the big ones they're doing. That one and Dunkin' Egg. Okay. Those are the two that they're for sure doing. But, yeah, I, I mean, but I think they're only doing the coreless one for sure if this show is successful. You know what I'm saying? Know, I think um, the starting of this show was really great. I like the prologue kind of giving us the layout oh, we're getting, of like we're getting the situation. Theme. We're getting a theme next week. Don't worry. Probably. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, like I, I liked having the prologue there and like the whole mm-hmm. deal of... I can't remember any Being of these Targaryens, but the yeah. king had, having to like choose which successor and mm. like the, his daughter was, or it wasn't his daughter. It was like no, the daughter to, of his eldest son. He chose he no, he could have chose his daughter, he, which is Corlys yeah, Valerian's wife. Wife, but no, he chose, no, no. He he could have chose. He he. It was his the queen who never was oldest son. It was his. It, it was his oldest son, or his eldest son who died's daughter and that's no, no, who no, no. Wait, 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 wait. the I dreads thought, guy is married to i thought no no i'm I'm pretty sure we got this mixed up i think it's no either, i'm 100 percent serious about to, like, i'm about to google this because i thought it was his oldest daughter versus his dead something son or his brother's son that's what i thought it was hold on house of dragon i'm gonna look this up uh you, we can talk about some other stuff while i look this up yeah, so some some of them, but I thought that was a good way to start with the prologue. The one negative thing I've heard about the 172 years thing is someone was like, this is 172 years in the past, and like everyone is still doing the exact same shit. And looks the exact same, dresses the exact same, has the same hairstyles, has the same technology. And I'm like, and I'm like bro, have you never watched a sci-fi thing? Like, th- take Star Wars, for example. Okay, like, so fifty years, but I, mean, I bet you the High Republic's gonna have all the same fucking technology. So okay, so Viserys. Okay, so King Jaehaerys' grandchildren, which is uh, it's his, it's his uh daughter is Ray is Rhaenyra's Targaryen, and Viserys is Rhaenyra's cousin. So it's dude's uh, brother's child, his dead brother's yes. child. Yeah. And the girl is directly his. Who's 
Ned's brother, child. Okay, I'm, so the, in the in the, promo, the old man king, the old man king, Viserys is his dead brother's child. The man who becomes the king. man. Yeah, the girl is his daughter. Is his daughter? Yeah, I see. That's what I was gotcha. trying to tell you. Yeah. So the black guy, one of the yeah, the black guy's wife story. is the queen who never was, who is old man king's daughter, and the king gotcha. who is king now. His dad was the brother of Old Man King. So, like, I feel like was what I was trying to say is, like, I feel like with that family, they're all about, like, you know, fuck Viserys. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we want the daughter or, or Damon. Yeah. Like, and, and I feel like Damon, everybody's like, because Damon rocks with us and fucks with us. Yeah. And, like, Damon, Damon is about classic Targaryen might. And I feel like right. the council isn't ready for a woman, a, a, a queen yet. Because all them dudes on that council were sexist. He was like, a woman? Except, except, <laughs> uh, except the black except guy. The one yeah, guy. Corliss, yeah. Because yeah. Corliss, Corliss wants his wife to be a uh, queen. Right. So he, he Corliss is smart, man. He's he's okay with the, the daughter being uh queen because he rocks with her. If not, his his wife could be coming because they got a male heir. And if not, him and Damon are cool. He he really just don't fuck with Viserys. That's it. Like like you said, they, they, Damon don't fuck with Viserys. He don't fuck with Viserys. And Viserys is right hand. I don't fuck with that guy. <laughs> no, I don't fuck with that guy. Either. Like Damon he's said, he, he's a weakling. Damon was like, dude just schemes to get his little second rate plots going off. Like he doesn't even plot to be number one. He plots to be number two. When Damon said that, yeah. I was like, badass. <laughs> well, and then and then he sends like his daughter in there to try to go and, fuck like, the get... king. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you trying to get an heir? I see you, nasty yeah, man. You, you're trying to get you know the throne. <laughs> yeah, much, exactly. But again, you're trying to get your bloodline on the throne. Yeah. Exactly, but like Damon said, again, it's to be second place. Like you're not going to be on the throne. Like you said, it's to get your bloodline a part of the throne. Right. So, and also love seeing Damon's dragon. I'm ready for Matt Smith to just Dracarys everything. <laughs> I love how he was the captain of the police, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I told my girlfriend. I was like, she was like, why are they beating all these people? I was like, because he the police? She was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that answers that question. <laughs> pretty much. He cut off them dudes' balls, cut off that dude's head. Damon was wildin'. And then when he got his ass butt beat in that jousting thing, I really thought he was gonna kill that guy. I I thought Damon was about to die. I was like, Nah, I, I knew they wasn't killing the prince. Fuck no. I thought he was gonna but then, like, get I thought, up and kill I thought him. when like he yielded or whatever, I thought that once was the dude turned his smashed. back, like he was gonna kill him. Then yeah. I, I was ready for I was ready for Damon to kill that dude. I thought it was gonna happen. He's, he gonna, he's he gonna probably, kill him eventually. <laughs> no, I think he probably fucks with them. He's probably like, bro, I oh, fuck okay. with you. Fuck I'll be on my me. team. Yeah, okay, respect. Okay. Yeah, or, this, or this the, is Max Smith's best kill role. Either one, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna happen because he got Because ego. he's trying to steal his, his woman. I don't necessarily a, know. I was about to say, yeah, they, they have a relationship. I mean, shit, Damon still might get on the throne, but it's like marrying her. Bro, like that's the thing I can't understand because he's married already. He don't and, fuck like, with that woman. He said it. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying, but like, I'm, I'm like, could he like, could he marry her? I don't think he could. I thought the Targaryens do that. 
I, I, that, that, that was, I thought that was the whole thing. They they are the people who do that. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's gonna be weird. Like that, that first scene when they were together and he was on the throne or whatever, I was like, oh, there's sexual tension. They're like, fucking yes. <laughs> I was just like, man, Matt Smith, nasty man, trying to fuck his niece and then tried to fuck the right hand's daughter just because it was the right hand's daughter. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, and tried oh, to kill man. His right-hand son. Yeah, he was like, fuck that, dude. I don't fuck with that pussy. But like you said, I think this will be Matt Smith's best role. But then but then at the end, you know, when he's talking to the king, you, he has he puts a good readings in my hand. He's like, bro, People I'm your like brother, you. and you won't yeah. make me the hand. You'll make this guy who's just like, you know. And see, I felt, like at, that, I felt like at that moment, that was him being genuine, like, I wouldn't be right. doing all of this if you would just let me be a part of it. I don't even want to be the king. I just want to help you. Right. He wants to be number two. Yeah, he does. He does. He's okay but with I mean, it. Honestly, but now, he number one. He's bullshitting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it was, I felt it was genuine. But now, it don't even matter because he's coming for your ass. You send him back to his wife. He can't be with his whores and his orgy. Talk about, a, talk about an orgy. His, the police was having a good orgy, boy. <laughs> that girl was reverse Kyle girl and that dude on the table. I was like, wow. Yeah, I thought the funniest part I thought about that was like there was one dude like fucking some girl and doggy. <laughs> and like uh Damon starts in his speech and they just like stay there. Stop, and yeah. And just just looking. One dude was getting his dick sucked and the girl mouth is on the dude's dick the whole time. He just turns and looks like that shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, you can get a little comfortable. Yeah. And the whole time I was laughing at Damon for his short strokes. He was just short stroke, short stroke, stroke, short stroke. He was yeah. quick short strokes and he was not getting off. The girl was like, are you okay? He was like, ah, fucking just not for me. <laughs> I love this show, man. I was wrong. You were right. It's it, it has nothing to do with Game of Thrones. Enjoy it for what it is. This is Game of Thrones done the right way. I'm in it. Well, I mean, what's good about it is that there's no uncertainty. Yep, and I like, love we're, the we're fact not, like, that getting we... to a point where we're like, because because like we know that a majority of the essential people aren't going to die because yep. like they got to be alive to, for all the other people to be. And alive. I like how they already got the. All right, let's mention a song of ice and fire. Now it's over. We're our own thing. Well, I think that's a good. That's that's new to the to the lore. Like okay. That, it's like a new thing where because like 172 years from then no one would know because targaryens weren't or died all weren't yeah. really they pretty much died off and i don't think the nearest ever got this conversation but like mm -hmm. and like he said the only ones who could kill a targaryen king. is other targaryens and that's why they fell right. off because they started beefing with each other with the mad king yeah i mean and and they can only tell the white walker secret to other kings yeah they can't tell anyone else and that's so why that explains why it died with know. the mad king yep 100 yeah. hell yeah good episode great episode also shout out to hbo because there was a uh when it was playing in new york there was this apartment building where everybody right. in the apartment building was watching yeah it was, the gore was great um yep the the feel of just the fighting being was back great in the world was great i agree i love being back um, in the world of course, the fucking king killed his wife. I was like, when, when that shit came up and they were like, like huh? you're, you're going to have to make the impossible decision. I was like, oh, he's killing his wife for this baby. I was like, bro, take the wife. I was like, but see, when they well, said that, it, I was... They, it, 
they 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 couldn't it was save like the wife. Easier, it was an easier decision than okay it see, because like see, she was Kirsten gonna die was anyway. That, okay, so curse curse was right because I didn't. Yeah. I was like curse. Why doesn't he choose what she was like? He he said he couldn't. It was either save the baby or save none. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, but that baby's still gonna die. And she was like, you think? I was like, watch. And right as that happened, baby gone toast. Right. So, but all great that. first episode. I'm in. I'm in all the way. Yeah, it's going to be great. But I'm team Matt Smith that. right now. It's just, for sure. It's going to be so crazy, man, because like let me look at let me look at that start date because we are like right to... up against it with Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Like cuz we got to at least like watch that for a little bit. Lord of the Rings starts September 2nd, next okay. Friday. So we got to watch it. <laughs> Interesting. Crazy. Or, I mean, no, actually next Sunday. Oh, my God. It's on a Sunday. Oh, oh same day. Jeez. <laughs> oh, same day. The same day. Releasing they, two. They're competing, man. September 4th. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Amazon, Let's go. What are you doing? Also, uh, oh, is that pretty much everything, Shuby? Yeah. All right. Just to let people know. The week of Labor Day, we will not have an episode that week. So next week we'll have an episode, but the week after we will not because I'm going to the beach from the second to the eighth. So we'll be back the following week. But that's my last vacation of the year. Uh, Thanksgiving, it won't matter. But uh, so we will be straight podding after that. Cool. But y'all can follow me at LinBWT. Follow Bros who think at Bros who think. By the time you guys hear this, the Run It Back is out. LA Confidential. Y'all make sure y'all check that out. Two bros who think podcasts are out because uh, my video program was down last week and we didn't put the bros who think podcast out. So now you're getting two this week, as well as a one piece video tomorrow, a one piece video on Saturday, um, manga melee for Friday. And yeah, that's it. A lot of con- oh, and anime talk. All the shit's dropping within the next like four days. Sweet. So, so a lot of stuff to check out with with the network. Uh, a lot of TV out there right now. So mm-hmm. try and catch. Oh, and watch Shrek too. Catch us. Watch Shrek too yeah. because next week uh, we're reviewing Shrek too. Well, as my girlfriend pointed out the other day, she's seen that movie about four hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, "We're gonna watch Shrek two again." She was like, "Well, you know, I can I can recite it for you right now." <laughs> That's funny. That my my girlfriend's a big Shrek fan as well. When she found out we were reviewing that, she was like. A movie I will watch with you now. I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> but she did like Ellie. I'm, I'm looking out. I'm looking out for everyone on the list. I was like, <laughs> I knew when that shit popped up on the wheel. I was like, oh, everyone's gonna get to watch this movie. <laughs> no, you got you. I, I would say my choices are very man movies. Your choices are movies that everyone will love. Like they're universal hits. Ian's movies mixed. Except bad. for Whiplash, presumed innocent. Presumed uh, innocence, my out there one. Whiplash, I feel like is, a, is 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 for everyone essentially. Like that's, well, a, it, I guess. But I mean, like it was like my, you know, Oscar nominated, yeah. movie, and like, and presumed innocence is just one that I really want you guys movie. to see. Yeah, it's like I was like I don't think that like it's gonna break through on our top list, but I just it's just one of those movies where I want to like get your reaction to it at the end because like it has one of my favorite twists i'm gonna watch it whenever it gets pulled but yeah no i'm excited run it back i'm excited to see what we do next will it be an in movie hopefully it's back to the future i'm ready for your your back to the future movie to get pulled we shall see but make sure you follow us at bros who think oh the website is up 
It's up. We have articles. Our guy Nick Sheremy is writing about video games weekly. His new article will be about the uh, Marvel video games and how Spider-Man's good, but everything else is trash. <laughs> you see that they're making a Dune MMO? That could be interesting. Yeah. And the that Harry Potter one's coming out at the end, beginning of next year. Yeah, they pushed it back to, to work on the uh, the engine or whatever. Well, you know, when college football comes, I'm going to get a new console, so maybe I'll get these other games when that happens. Look, I'm ready for NCAA. That's going to be the one. Well, you know, if it, as long as it's not having the same issues that Madden. Madden oh, my gosh. Madden sucks right now. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I uh, hope everyone out there has a great week and catches us next week when we talk more Thrones. Yeah, uh, baby. Have a great week, and as always, keep binging. Y'all watch them dragons. <laughs>